what you saying? Money. Get out my business. Okay. But let's start with the mayhem and the madness, which is the things uh, we forgot to tell you last week. This is a segment where we kind of run down a bunch of stuff that happened between the times that we were gone. So here we go. Uh, Newsflash to everybody who is having a child in the near future. Hey, stop setting shit on fire to celebrate your unborn child. You want to know something that's extremely toxic? Blowing stuff up to represent creation. If someone, and, and not if, in the event someone dies, because people have died during these things, that child will now forever be remembered as the child that gave rise to the destruction of someone else. Eric, what do you think about these uh, explosive gender reveal parties? Gender reveal parties are stupid. Period. <laughs> you don't need a gender reveal. You know what I mean? Like, you don't. You go find out the sex of the child you know, five, five months in, and you just sit on it. You don't need to pop nothing. You don't need to do anything. This is just an extra way for people to make money or for people to have a reason to get together and have a party. Listen, what happened to the good old days of just having a bridal shower? And that was it. Is, uh, got- the, the thing is, it became, it became, it became a, a, a dick measuring contest for couples because – a guy traditionally would never care about this, but it's a up the engagement of the male population. They started using Tannerite and stuff like that. People, there's been two plane crashes. There's been a forest fire that was literally started and took 115 days and took the life of a firefighter. Stop this madness, please. Bro, I thought you were going to say something else. I thought you were about to say that to up male participation because... <laughs> get involved with this crap no but it's no we're not going to that but it's the men who are making the suggestion about adding explosive because they have to be part of it now because it's a couple's thing it's a battle thing now it's a i'm forcing this guy to come to this party and pop this thing where he'd much rather be in the garage watching basketball and drinking beer fair enough this is foolishness Texas, this is your homeboy right here, Eric. What's he doing with this goddamn phone? No, 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 no. I took, I took all the goddamn ramps out of my house. This is your homeboy. Talk about him. Listen, Governor Greg Abbott had the nerve to wheel up to the podium yet again and talking about he gonna use crowdfunding for a goddamn border wall. You know what the estimated cost of of per mile is twenty seven million dollars per mile. How many miles? Do you got the bill, Greg Abbott? You think people going to give to this? Number one. Number B, Steve Bannon had to get a pardon from President Trump for this very same thing. He raised $27 million, $25 million, and then this uh, uh, misappropriation of funds. Is that what it was, Hero? Or mm-hmm. was it something more egregious? Uh, that was literally you, took, it. You, defrauded, you defrauded the donors is, I think, the language that they use. And so this fool doubles down on the foolishness is going to crowdsource funding for a wall. I don't think you got enough people that are going to give to this, especially because they done already seen y'all waste money. Who's collecting the money? Where is it going? How much of it is sliding into Greg Abbott's pocket? Hopefully it's for some new legs so he can run his ass up out this <sighs> Eric is coming back with a vengeance. <laughs> I'm, I'm, listen, I'm done. He can, he can take a walk, too. it's it's important that you guys just realize the closing like in this idea that people are being scammed in the most poor financial situations you could ever ask for and that needs to change um 
somewhere in the middle of nowhere, a humpback whale swallowed a man, and he lived to tell the story about this. Now, for all y'all that didn't they didn't know this because I didn't know this. I didn't know Pinocchio was actually based on a biblical story. Yeah, it was the dude that got punted off the boat and had to spend three days at the ocean or something like that? No, 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 no you're talking about Jonah got swallowed by the whale. Oh, okay. So, is Jonah not in the Bible? No, Jonah's in the Bible. You said Pinocchio. Yeah, Pinocchio's based off of Jonah. No, not at all. The, not the Disney version, the original version. The Disney one is dolled up and made to seem different. But the original one, that's how I know the gist of it, is literally this dude got punted off his boat. And he got swallowed by a whale. Jonah. Okay. I will also say this. If you've ever played Kingdom Hearts 2, there's a Pinocchio yeah. level where you get trapped in the whale's mouth. And one of the most terrifying things is walking towards the edge of the screen and turning the camera around because you can see the whale's teeth. And it scared the life out of me as a teenager. And to this day, I never went back to that level. I skipped it completely. But this guy is alive, and he's a lobster diver. He's 59 years old. He, he's old school. He wants to do it with his hands. And he went too far. His spotter uh, just saw, basically, the whale jump up and come down. And after three to four minutes, his partner never came back up. And that's because he was sitting comfortably in the mouth of this uh, humpback whale. Uh, fun fact, the humpback whales, as, as big as, a, as it is, the esophagus is too small to swallow a human being. So it, one of two things happened here, and the best of two options happened. Option A, uh, he gets spit back out after a few seconds. He said it was, it was, the spotter says about 40 to a minute, 40 seconds to a minute. Option B, uh, he gets stuck in his esophagus. And the whale chokes on him and dies and drops to the bottom. And then he has about 30 minutes of oxygen before he chokes and dies. I mean, he he suffocates and dies. Yeah. So that would have been a whole entire ordeal. But that's that story. Um, Eric, what's going on with Bill Gates? I know a lot of things have been happening with as far as like his uh, divorce. But I guess there's like another phase to this. What the hell is happening? So apparently, Bill Gates is the scumbag that we always believed that he was. Not only is he out here tampering with vaccines and uh, trying to get money for them, he is also a scumbag to his wife. He had a he had a whole side piece for basically the entirety of his marriage. He got a whole bunch of women on uh, on NDAs and throws it in her face. He was hard to work with, condescending, and an outright jerk. But we didn't. We did not know this about this guy. We've been telling y'all for at least a year on this podcast that Bill Gates is an absolute turd sandwich. So it's just finally because of him going through the divorce and we hearing them hashtag me also. And, uh, you know, there's no more time and, you know, and all those kind of movements that now ladies can just be like, hey, bro, listen, this is what it was. I know I signed this document, but that, that, that scumbag. And so it's all coming out. Bill Gates is the worst human being that we probably know. I mean, I haven't seen a worse human being than Bill Gates. I'm glad Melinda left him. Hope she takes half his money, hopefully more. Uh, hope she gets custody of the kids, even though they're grown. I just, uh, I just hope the absolute worst for Bill Gates. Hero. Uh, hey, I'm using Windows products. Bill Gates, I don't hate you. Send me some free shit. Uh, I started on Red Hat Linux, so I ain't afraid to go back. My <laughs> command line game is decent. <laughs> uh, 
we have an update on the Prime Minister of Israel, who is Benjamin Netanyahu, who has been unseated after holding his position for, I think, for the last five to eight years. Uh, he's been unseated by a further right uh, party that has left-leaning policies. It's amazing to see how this is this is amazing to see in multiple ways because he lost by two votes, really. And it speaks to the magnitude that is when you have multiple parties, power like this can't stay in charge forever. It really becomes a thing. I never thought I'd see that. And by left leaning, I imply left leaning by the most solitary form because all of their left leaning is, is we're not going to march into uh a Palestine district and force them to move. It's that's their left leaning aspect. So don't get too excited. But Eric, what do you think about him being up, uprooted? It's about dang time. Anybody, well, anybody that knows me on a personal level knows that I have absolute disdain for the Israeli government. I absolutely abhor them. Their military does wicked things to free people in a quote unquote neutral territory shooting unarmed men women and children and before any of you loser christians get on here and try to talk to me about israel has a right to defend itself i'm gonna say no you don't get to go and shoot your enemies do you Mm -hmm. in the name of god so Mm -hmm. why do you think it's socially acceptable for them to do so we have something called civility we have something called morality all right period point blank and this group because of religion seems to be the only group that gets to be absolved of any responsibility when it comes to these kinds of behaviors is absolutely disgusting there these people who are allowing this to go on which is the israeli government are the absolutely dregs of society and should be dealt with appropriately but not like how they're dealing with with these innocent people that are in the neutral zone that they're gunning down and blowing up and starving and not giving medical aid to they're literally it, maiming these people and just leaving them to die because it's a worse punishment. It's silly. It's foolish. Bye-bye, Netanyahu. You let this stuff roll on your watch. Maybe we'll get somebody that moves so far to the right that they're on the left, and they'll actually have a bit more civility than this. That's all I got to say. Uh, I'm more interested to see how America's going to respond to this and how America's going to choose to uh, use this information to probably, hopefully, make a better... Uh, stance on peace talk and ceasefires but leading right into that Hamas radio reports that Israel did perform an airstrike in Gaza so this is Israel breaking their their basically the ceasefire after Netanyahu lost which speaks to the just the deplorableness in the nature of him because he lost and he has a limited amount of power left he uses it to spit in the face of his onboarding. That's the equivalent of Trump starting a war two days before Biden got in office. It's just not, it's just not necessary, especially when there was a ceasefire in action and there was peace going on. This happened today and uh, the ceasefire has been going on for 11 days and 11 days of peace was something great to have that I want to know more about. And yeah, you got damn right now for we do world news. This is uh, everything we've got to tell you. And we do space news because Jeff Bezos is going to the goddamn moon. <laughs> Have you heard about this, Eric? What is your thought on this? He He's actually going up on a probe for 11 minutes, but he will be the he will be the first billionaire in space, I guess. 
mean, it's Papa Bezos. What can you say? Listen, he got as hey, that's that's big money problems. You know what? I'm bored. I'm going to space. You wanna know something I, I found? I, I wish I had that problem. You wanna know something I found? Uh, up, bro? I found like hilarious about uh. Oh wait, it has been posted more than once, and like has already been shared. Uh, okay, um, something that I found hilarious about like this situation is he he is literally like going up there with his brother right that's dope and, and the thing that's so crazy about this have you seen jeff bezos brother everyone just like google jeff bezos brother he looks like the chad version the chad version like if jeff bezos had muscles and was a firefighter that's what Jeff Bezos wants to look like. So that was Jeff pretty hilarious. Bezos, Jeff Bezos looks like a, a middle-aged penis. <laughs> Eric, you you know you you've been saying a lot of sus things about penises today, Eric. What what have you guys got into? Uh, let's talk about uh, let's talk about bugs then. So currently, there's one person in the chat right now I know that is going through a cicada situation. Now, Nafi, you've been hit yeah, by some like cicadas. It. And I'm interested to know if you have your windows rolled up. Because if you don't, you could end up like this person who got into a car accident because a cicada flew into their car and fucked them up. Now, just so everyone knows, these cicadas are literally harmless. They they won't hurt you. Uh, but they big as fuck and they're scary. So people panic when they get around. And this is the car accident right here. I think they're scary. It's just that because they're so big, they make a buzzing sound that's extremely intimidating. But they're blind and they can't do nothing. If they land on you, they can't do nothing. The thing is, you don't. They so big, you don't want to smash it. Yeah, because that's gonna leave a bigger mess. Yeah, I'm not talking bad. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and then right here we have one man who, for 21 years, has been protesting to take down a Confederate monument and force his Texas town to face his racist legacy. This dude's been basically protesting for the last 21 years over this statue, and I have no idea if he even won this battle, so let's just go down to the sharp notes of it. Uh, Vigil inspired... Oh, is this is this the hall? So, yeah, it looks like it's been taken down. So, he won. It's Denton? Yeah. Where is it? It's in that's, Denton, Texas? Yeah, that's Denton, Texas. Up the street. Oh, oh, that's in the squad. Okay, that's in the squad. I know what that's at. Oh, man. That's uh, never paid attention to it. Huh. So, like, it, and and it's, they've reinvented it. And I like this story because it's just not him mad about the statue. It's about reinventing that space and making it safe and available for other people. So, they've now turned it into a safe space to do protests that is away from uh, public gatherings that might be deemed a distraction where they, it's like grounds for them to protest. So, you know, kudos to uh, your boy Willie. Uh, and hopefully he can continue to preach his preach, uh, preach his talk and make more change on this level. You know, um, California is open and they already beating people's ass. Look, police messing people up. And this is, I don't think this is a video has anything to do with it. Yeah, this is in Maryland. Uh, but California is open right now, and oh, look at these. Hold on, look at these knees. They whoa. This Why? is this is from this Why? is from Maryland. This is from Maryland. Like this has just been playing in the background. I was trying to figure out where it was coming from, but this story is police suck. But this story is still about 
uh, California opening up fully. And with one of the biggest economies in the country opening up, it now begs the question for um, will this impact uh, the economy? Like to see uh, one of the bigger distributors, the ports, one of the biggest ports in the country open back up. What does that do for the economy? So California is going to be a great test run. Eric, what other states do you want to see open up? That was the only one. <laughs> Cali opens up. I got reasons to go out there, man. I Listen, for all the wackadoos that have moved here from Cali, one thing I can say about the state of California itself, it is a beautiful place. Probably one of the most beautiful places in the entire country to go and visit. The beaches are great. The food is great. The air is great. The people are great when they live there. So, I'm, I'm trying to go visit. I'm trying to go visit. How did Nafi get the emojis? I'm jealous. She the booth. She's the booth boss, bro. How the fuck did Nafi get? Or she? Or she paid the three ninety nine. All right, and another thing that's going to be kind of weird here is on the Friday, Juneteenth is around the corner. Uh, Eric, I just know I'm going to be saying some stuff to make white people uncomfortable. Can you tell us what Juneteenth is all about? All right. So if everybody knows, the Emancipation Proclamation was signed in 1865. Unfortunately. People in this state <laughs> had to wait to, I believe it was 1875. A whole 10 years on Juneteenth in uh, the city of Galveston, Texas, where Galveston has a, a very, is a port city here in the south, southeasternmost part mm-hmm. of the state of Texas. And for you guys who know your history, it was one of the most major ports. It's actually where they brought slaves. It's also where the, the Jews migrated here. Uh, they started in Galveston and moved their way up to Dallas. So, I mean, it's a good lot, a lot of Texas history here. So, Juneteenth is big for us because it was the day that, you know, we black people were actually emancipated in this state. And it actually took on a greater significance uh, nationwide as people began to learn this story. When, as a kid, this was something that we always celebrated here and people would move to the state and they didn't know about Juneteenth. But because of, you know, social media, social awareness and people, quote unquote, woke, whatever you want to call it. Now we have more uh, um, awareness on things that happen on a, maybe an individual level or a state level. So this is a big deal for us people who are here in, in Texas. I've always celebrated. We've always celebrated this since I've You mind sharing what we're doing? So what we usually do is, is kind of, it's like, black, it's like a Black Fourth of July. That's basically what we do. We buy fireworks. We blow stuff up. And yes, we're here. And my job, shout out, shout out to my job. Uh, the CEO just sent out a release talking about we off on Friday to observe Juneteenth on Saturday. So, like, yes, we got a day off. Sorry if y'all ain't got that popping in D.C. Nafi. But, yeah, we, um, yeah, what we do is it's kind of like a half family reunion, half over of July. You get together, everybody cooks out, you know, you talk, play dominoes, play space, play big whist, whatever your family tradition is, you do that. And you do that till, till the sun goes down and then you go home. No, no, it's it's definitely something to do, and I'll be wearing my Black Lives Matter uh, scrub hat. Uh, but it's I think um, especially after twenty twenty and you know the the trials and tribulations that a lot of people have come down with, I think it's super important for us to not only just celebrate it but educate people. Don't use this as a battering ram to hit people over the head with it. Use it to educate people because people are going to have questions about what Juneteenth are. And Juneteenth, uh, by design, might is designed because of the way people talk about race and stuff like that. Sounds a little threatening. So let's make sure we're, like, 
educating people who are new to this. Just because they come to the barbecue don't mean that they're not interested in, in your conversation and just there for the food. You feel me? But that's everything we wanted to tell you guys about the week in the past or the things we forgot to tell you last week. I'm more interested to know, really, what you guys want us to cover or something that we might have missed. Let's talk about it in the description, uh, in the comment section below. But in between time and the meantime, my name's Hero. That's Eric. We are the occupation of the identity booth. We got some more show coming for you. Nafi, get inside of the damn uh, thing now so we can get what's not going on. But it's so hard to find through the daily grind. We're working overtime.